First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. 13 after 7, good morning. Well, yesterday, the former Joburg speaker and COPE councillor, Colleen Makobele, says she's now the presidential candidate for a new group of parties called the SA Rainbow Alliance, which includes some churches and the National Freedom Party. She's been expelled from COPE. COPE now has to nominate a new councillor in Joburg, and when it does that, that councillor will be able to decide, or COPE will be able to decide, whether to support the current ANC-EFF Patriotic Alliance Coalition in Joburg, or Moved to the DA Action SA grouping in Joburg. Meanwhile, the DA has said consistently it believes the council in Joburg should be dissolved and fresh elections held. Dr. Ralph Matech has a political analyst. Dr. Matech, good morning. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning to SFM listeners. So, Colleen Makobele is joining this small group of parties. They say they'll contest elections together. Is there space for another group of small parties in our politics? I think that uh, they are going to keep trying uh, small parties. Uh, and I think that uh, as long as South African voters are willing to throw 2 or 3% to a party uh, that just exists, uh, a party that's got just a few couple of prominent leaders, because that has been a trend over the elections. I mean, I've seen parties coming out, uh, even the very same groups, even one can argue that uh, it is the party that got a splinter from the NC. It came about, just lodged into crisis. And it has been rewarded with, with votes without actually even getting a chance to tell people what it stands for. So I think voters are quite generous. This shows the level of fragmentation in South Africa's politics. It's still green fields for, for uh, uh, new parties. And I think what that also points to is that uh, uh, well-established parties are finding it difficult to consolidate their support statement. There's a sort of religious element to this. I mean, it seems to me that there, there's competition for, I'm not quite sure what the best word to use is, but let me use the phrase the religious voter. So, well, the Christian voter, maybe. You have the ACDP, you have the African Transformation Movement. Former Chief Justice Mokhweng Mokhweng says God will make him president, but I don't think he's campaigning, I'm not sure. Um, there are others. Is there a lot of competition for the religious voter? I don't think that somebody out there is trying to activate the religious vote because, remember, Stephen, uh, this is quite controversial and, and history points somewhere else where it might look uncomfortable for us, for some of us. I mean, the church has played a prominent role in South Africa's liberation politics, South African Council of Churches, and far back, the church was very strong, uh, provided a very strong social network, and the the, the anti-apartheid movement also, you could say, in some communities was very much uh, 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 driven also by church leaders. The ANC's formation also points back to the church leaders as well, uh, to, to, to some extent. So I think that around 1994, the church receded. The church was pushed back. I don't know that had to do with the fascination by then of democracy. The church was pushed back. And I do think things went to a point where the church is trying to come back. And I think this thing of uh, the, 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 the religious vote we are talking about is an attempt. Some are saying that perhaps let's bring morals into politics. Mm. Controversial, but I do think it is a pattern that is quite observable. Colleen Makobele herself, so she says, as I understand it, that her party is based on moral principles. And she represented COPE in the Joburg Council. They were part of a coalition with, the, if I remember correctly, the DA and Action SA. Then, um, without a party position, she sort of voted against that coalition and moved to the other side and was given the position of Speaker as a result. Now, there are plenty of other examples of this, uh, Dr. Mateka, as you know. How do voters see that, a politician who moves from side to side? I mean, does that, voter, does that person uh, get punished or, or not? 
I mean, I mean Stephen, um, the biggest problem that parties are going to have, the biggest battle they are going to have with the independent candidates, that will be independents that will be coming from party ranks, those personalities. And I think that uh, it shows how uh, people see themselves within institutions. People are beginning to be saying that, look, we constitute these institutions that are political parties. We cannot be excessively determined, uh, 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 I mean, overimposed by them. We cannot be uh, subdued by these institutions. That's why you see people moving in, in this way. But also, it also points to something very, very interesting about what happened around, around, around Kondim or what's currently underway. Look at these things, Stephen. Um, the city of Johannesburg Council now is at risk. It is a local government here. This is because someone is making plans at national government politics for central to do with elections mm-hmm. next year. You and I, we have had this conversation about how South Africa's politics is becoming more regional, and regional power is going to be very much important in accessing a, a, a national power. You wrote a very interesting article in the Daily Manzurika I've read around this thing. I was reading with that. We have had this discussion. So what you are seeing is also this trend where someone is seeing the local of government as a platform to mount politics or political career at a central leadership level. And now you've got this conflict between national leadership and also the local mm-hmm. leaders within COPE. It is going to happen across different political parties. It is part of the evolution of South Africa's politics. It is the dispersion of power from central to the local. It is a trend that I think voters will be caught not understanding exactly. How do they deal with these personalities mm-hmm. as they move within this institution, and I think everybody else will find their place at that. Um, the DA says they want the council in Joburg to be dissolved. Um, they want new elections. And I sort of keep asking them, why, you know, why do they think they would do any better than they did two years ago? I mean, if we had another election in Joburg, would we end up with the same result we had in 2021? Very expensive elections are. And, and you look at this council, Stephen. This is one council that one thought that, look, parties, you know, they started quite badly, but I thought that at some point there would be a sense of collective ownership to be saying that, look, let us just take this council forward. Because clearly th- there is a point where parties will be equitably punished about what is going on in Johannesburg or in those councils that are at the, at the amidst our experience intentions. And when I say equitable punishment is th- there is no level of disruption that gets uh, rewarding. I mean, if you call for election now, what is it that you have at the table that you're going to put a new program? What is it that we've observed that has changed? What is it that you're going to sell to the people of Joburg if the election come out now? So I think that this is more about, it's just a theme for parties to try it out. Our local government is almost like an area where parties are just trying it out. No one is in charge and everyone has the potential to be in charge. That's what the problem seems to be, Stephen. Dr. Rolf Matecha, thank you very much indeed.